In the name of the one eternal God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Long ago, the great Anglican priest and poet, John Donne, reminded us that no man is an island entire unto himself. For centuries, we have considered a person living totally alone to have chosen the life of a hermit. Today, however, more and more we are discovering that even in densely populated cities, loneliness is a chronic, debilitating, and common condition. Solitary experience is contrary to human nature because we are social animals. For all of human history, life has been lived in the context of communities of one sort or another. This, of course, is simply sociology or anthropology. It is a neutral observation because communities can be both good and bad. The bad is easy to recognize because the history of humankind is as much as anything a history of war and of conflict. We read in the record of the past and see in the news of our day that humans have great difficulty getting along with one another, whether it's in the neighborhood, the village, the city, the state, the nation, or the world. As Christians, we understand the negative side of community life. And when we gather, we confess it. Yet, we do not give in to the dark side. We make no peace with the powers that divide community and isolate individuals. Further, our faith and commitment press us to develop the best side of our lives as social creatures. The primary prayer of Christian life begins our. Not my, but our. It is a shared prayer for a shared faith. We understand ourselves as a family in which we are all brothers and sisters. We recognize that our lives in the context of community must be mutually supportive. Today's gospel reminds us of the good that we can do together and how we can do it. Jesus says, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. If any group of us will gather, work, act, with the Holy Spirit guiding us, with God's Spirit intentionally a part of what we do, we become much more than simply the collective number of people we are. Two becomes more than two. 
Three becomes more than three. The sum of our individual ideas and resources and abilities becomes much more because of the power that God's presence provides. My friends, we do gather in Jesus' name. And we recall him to presence with us. And that makes him a part of us and of what we do. That is what we experience at the Eucharist. We in him and he in us. But we never celebrate the Eucharist alone. If only the priest shows up for a midweek service, for instance, there will be no celebration of the Eucharist, for there is no community for whom to break the bread. Ours is a community of faith, of twos and threes and fours, but never of individuals. We act together so we can help one another and so we can work in God's name, thereby multiplying our resources and ability to do what God calls us to do. Our community is the lifeline to the experience of God and to the power of God moving among his people. And while a private spiritual or prayer life is essential for each of us, it very likely becomes dry and turns inward if it is not infused with regular doses of shared worship and connection with others, gathered in Christ's name and for Christ's sake. Where two or three are gathered in my name, I am among them. The gathering, the connectedness, magnifies the Spirit for us and in us and with us. Today, Jesus makes it clear how important we are to one another. Through our connection to one another in Christ, there is a power in our community uniting the values of God with the values that we hold on earth. This is how Jesus enables us to use God's power for healing, for life-giving love among God's people. We come together, we stay together, we work together, we pray together in Jesus' name bringing to focus the presence of God and unleashing the power of the Spirit to transform our lives and the lives of all God's people. Whenever two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them.